0: Welcome back to another edition of the UK Pick 6 podcast where, once again, we're not gambling, but we, well, we are talking about the gambling of the NFL's future season, I guess. And the gamble that Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs have taken with that big 10-year, $500 million potential contract uh, that the starting quarterback has signed. Myself, Ollie Wilson, joined, as always, by Jazz Gillum and Dave Bluck. Uh, Thoroughly enjoyable chat on a Saturday. Saturday NFL chat is quite nice. I enjoyed that.
1: Yeah, I thought about taking it outside because it's quite nice today, but
2: uh, I couldn't be
0: bothered. Uh, you're too busy so, taking Washington outside instead of taking them outside and showing yeah. them who's oh, Boston. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Burying Washington. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: taking them behind the, the woodshed and shooting them in the back. Uh, it there.
0: almost feels like we got a lot off chests today in terms of there was some Cowboys slamming going in there, there was some Washington slamming going in there and like yeah, Jazz got to have like yeah, a yeah. COVID kind of the food talk. Food talk as well, yeah.
1: Oh, I love the food yeah. talk. Yeah, bit of food yeah. talk. It
0: would be... You've got to
1: clip that off. That's yeah, Jazz's right. journey I through the think. NFL
0: as a player. for. Yeah, that <laughs> we'll, we'll cut that off very easily. Don't worry. That'll go up on the YouTube site, yeah. um, which you can get onto if you search UK Pick 6 Podcast. You can find the YouTube uh, channel, which will have videos going up with little clips from the podcast. So we'll try and get those out on the other social media links as well, which will be up at the end of the podcast. But until then, sit back and enjoy. Over
2: the middle, picked off! Sees it, fired, intercepted.
1: Blitz coming, pass
0: is picked off! He's going to go looking again, and it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore, down on the right sideline.
2: Into the end zone, and he's picked off! Back the other way! That's, that,
1: that's first not floor. the same because if you floor. have stairs leading up to a house, then you don't class that as
2: the uh, as part of the house. There's then. also stairs to get up to the garden, so actually there's uh, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, there's ten stairs to get into the. On, Jazz, are you on level. TikTok? <laughs> no, but maybe I should be. I think However, maybe, those yeah. those stairs do make it a first floor cabin, not a ground floor cabin. So well, I, I would insane.
0: I would suggest that the uh, Kansas City Chiefs are making Patrick Mahomes the foundation of their franchise oh. with that new deal that he's just... Said. I was trying to think of some sort of house thing to get away from discussing yeah, yeah. houses into the NFL. Uh, yeah, 10 years, potential $503 million well. dollar contract. Um, basically, the guaranteed money's over $400 million, highest paid player in the NFL... Um, it's a deal that isn't tied to the salary cap percentage, which a lot of people are expecting thing. and wanting to see. It's uh, a huge one. step for the Kansas City Chiefs in basically saying, look, you're our guy. You got a Super Bowl last year. We're locking you down. We want you to be this franchise for the next 10 years and highly likely the rest of his playing career, obviously. Barring any injuries, he's got a guaranteed $140 million if he has uh, to if he
2: falls Two seasons, yeah, haphazard of injury. After, after, after in the after, next, not the next season. The season after, it's 140 million guaranteed, yeah.
0: And for the next four years, I think it is all of his guaranteed money is kind of two years down the line. So 2021, he gets guaranteed his 2023 money. Uh, 2022, he's guaranteed his 2024 money. 2025, he gets guaranteed yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, it's a nice little one for Patrick Mahomes. It's a nice one for the Kansas City Chiefs in terms of showing that they've got their guy. We want to keep this guy. And Andy Reid's obviously really happy. There don't seem to be too many downsides to this.
1: What is my, my first question on this? Is um, is it all good for Patrick Mahomes? That 10 years is an incredibly long time in the NFL. Andy Reid is an older coach. 62. If... For any reason he was to leave or he got fired then would Patrick Mahomes, it all looks like gravy now but would he want to play under another coach I'm assuming that Andy Reid being there is a pivotal part of him signing such a unprecedentedly long contract that lack of flexibility when you sign for 10 years it, it see, when I saw it I was like confused I didn't understand what the kind of benefit is of signing that bigger deal for that long rather than just making a, a big deal probably roughly half the size for five years i don't i don't kind of i'm still a little bit confused about what the kind of point of it is apart from a kind of you know obviously it's a sign of what the chiefs are doing going forwards but outside of the symbolism is it is it a bit weird? It's well, long-term
2: that... security for both the player and the team. So if you have a, yeah. a 10-year deal with your starting quarterback, and barring injuries, of course... Um, he's going to be there for you plan for 10 years and you then know how much you're paying him over the next 10 years. So you can adjust your team needs and how you, how you're going to pay the other players that need to be paid accordingly, as opposed to thinking, okay, well, this is a five year deal worth say 250 million. And in five years time after renegotiating, it's going to be a five year deal worth 400 million. Suddenly you're in much your back's much more against the cap and you've got to really think about who else you can really have around you. The fact that Mahomes has done this means that he's not taking the Brady way of doing things, of taking much less money, but he's not, as we said before, tying it to the salary cap, which of course we'll talk more in detail about in a second, but it means that you have a better way of team building from the future. So from a general manager's point of view, he now knows, okay, this is what this is going to cost me. This is how much he's costing me. What can I put around him? Because Tyreek Hill's going to need to be paid. Travis Kelsey's going to need to be paid. Chris Jones is going to to be paid. Are they going to keep Tyron Matthew and he's going to get paid? There's lots of players that are coming to those contracts where they either have to be paid or let go. And if you have someone like Mahomes, do you just carry on getting people who are quick and fast and can just stretch the field? And if you do that, in theory, you can get those from the draft every year. That's the question. But do some do do some of those perspective though.
0: Well, I was going to say, do some of those players, just quickly on the players that you were mentioning there, Jazz, do some of them look at it as well, I'm more willing to perhaps take a little less money than I would somewhere else because I know I'm going to be playing with Patrick Mahomes for the next four years as well. If you're Tyree Kill, it's like, well, why would I want to break up that connection just for the sake of a load of money when this is a team that is in a position to go and win rings? Same with somebody like Travis Kelsey as well, who I'm sure will at some point down the line want a restructured deal as one of the best tight ends in in the league and, uh, and anybody on that Chiefs offense, really. It's a big show of, right, well, we've got arguably the best guy under centre or behind centre in the league right now and he's going to be here for a long time so this is an opportunity to build something yep. big and I'll take a load of bonuses instead of say guaranteed salary.
2: The trouble with that of course is that the players who are would be thinking that would also be thinking to themselves well I need to make as much money as I can to try and make sure my family is sorted and looked after and if you say you sign a four-year deal worth less than your market value and then you get injured after two years you'll be annoyed that you didn't get the money you should have done for that four years because that's all the, the time you have with Mahomes he's got that 10 year deal and so I think he'd be 30, 33 at that point 34 so he's still got another mm-hmm. deal in it yeah. he's going to get if he gets another six year deal after that and plays till he's 40 not saying he's going to but if he plays to his 37 and gets a three year deal at that point the salary cap will be so much higher again that his deal will be worth a load more money. And he would have taken care of, as I said before we started, his kids, his grandkids, his great-grandkids, and his great-great-grandkids and probably further generations down from there. This is life-changing money for not just him, but the entire of his family going forward. But he has a chance to get another deal. Whereas if you're a, a Tyree Kill, and you sign to say a three-year deal that's less the market value after those three years are finished, are you still going to be as quick are you still going to be able to make the same separation and stretch the field? Probably not. And that way, your value is no longer going to be as high as it once was. And then you're not going to be able to get the money that you probably deserved.
1: Do you think there's something for players in being more in a, on a more successful team for the longer term? Obviously, if they've got aspirations outside of just playing, um, and in terms of you know sponsorship money going forwards if You're on a more successful team if they can build a dynasty in Kansas City, Kansas City is th- that's got to be worth actual money in your pocket down the line if you've got two or three rings, if you're a two or three ring receiver rather than a one ring receiver or an O ring receiver, that you know that's got to be worth something, hasn't it? Being on, you know, if you're taking less money, yes immediately you're not seeing the benefits of that but if you do win rings down the line then that can
0: uh it helps you for the hall of fame you know, push for translate. instance if you're a if you're a three-time super yeah. bowl winning receiver you know that people would look at that especially if you're the number one receiver on those three-time uh super bowl wins people will say well look yeah you know you play a huge part in getting three rings not many people get a chance to get three rings let alone actually win three rings so yeah um mm mm-hmm and i'm sure that obviously leads to more kind of post career uh kind of um you know public speaking events that you get to do you get yeah, invited yeah. to more kind of uh, nfl based events anyway and there will be sponsors that will be happy to catch in on that the only thing is is that you know we live in a time of immediacy so you know people it is a risk isn't it yeah people like nike adidas etc that they, they want the players that are playing now uh, you know there's there's only one person yeah. really who's made a super successful brand post playing careers maintain that's michael jordan and that's cuz michael jordan is the best at what he did and considered the best ever to play that sport it's very difficult to to maintain that as well to an extent i mean that's what tom brady is trying to do with tb12 and i don't I, I don't know the numbers but i wouldn't imagine he's anywhere close to touching what jordan make uh what uh, yeah the brand jordan makes compared to tb12 and obviously it's a very different kind of marketing uh, scheme and a very different kind of industry they're going into they're not just selling trainers and t-shirts and things like that but I I, I don't know if post football money would come into the thought process as much I, I think there's definitely the argument to have of player glory
1: yeah. I'm just saying like it would be interesting to see I don't know how you could do an analysis on it but it would be interesting to see how much that would kind of affects your career so
0: like to t- yeah. Tavares Jackson when he was with Seattle um uh he was the backup to Wilson for Super Bowl 49 when they lost to New England. But before the game, I asked mm-hmm. him uh, in the media week, what would you rather take a ring tomorrow and be a guy with a Super Bowl ring? Sure, he ha- wouldn't be playing, I imagine, in that Super Bowl, barring a you know disaster that happens to Russell Wilson. Or would you take a starting job next season somewhere else? And he was like, I'd take the starting job because financially it's better for me. Now it's different in that he's a backup quarterback, so A, he wants to start, B, there's a whole... A huge amount more money for a starting quarterback than there is for a backup quarterback. But in the same way, I don't think there would be many people that be like, well, I'll take a ring. A ring is kind of glory. A lot of those rings, you know, you hear about them getting sold as well. You know, players kind of pull them off and stuff. So that that glory lasts forever in the annals of history. But actually, for a player, I'm sure taking the money is is better, as you say, Jazz, for their kind of financial stability down the line. And and they look at that more than anything else. And as we as well just as that, don't
1: know what's going to happen to you there's just so many injuries in the sport mm, you yeah know, the average the average age of the players across you know the thousand two two thousand five hundred players or whatever in the nfl um is probably like 26 or something isn't it it's it's got to be really low yeah the players just going in and out so yeah you want to make that money first and then talk about rings after that because mm, so once you get that big first contract then the second contract, maybe that'll be more of an influence. Okay, I want to get a ring. Someone like Tyron Matthew, like, you know, he'd made his money already. He wanted to prove that he could be on a Super Bowl winning team. And-
0: the yeah. difference is for somebody maybe like, uh, you know, Tyree Hill is less in this bracket, but some of those kind of middle ground players, you know, maybe a Sammy Watkins, Miko Harmon, etc. is, uh, and this was brought up on um, an article I read on NFL.com, is that if Patrick Mahomes is successful, that whole offense is successful, so you can get paid as a successful receiver as opposed to, say, being like uh, somebody, the equivalent of an Auburn Tate or somebody on who's a solid receiver and a great unit of a player at the Cincinnati Bengals. But nobody really cares about him because he's playing for the Cincinnati Bengals that don't produce much offense in the last few years or anything. So you get pedigree by being linked to Patrick Mahomes at the end of the day and being part of a
2: super successful offense yeah, even yeah. on the middle ground. Your name
1: is... Your name's mentioned on a Tuesday, yeah.
2: Yeah. The trouble I have with that is an argument in terms of rings is how many players have won rings and they disappear into nothingness because you don't really think about them. The trouble we have is with this sport is that there's so much weighting put towards certain positions. So if you're a receiver like Jerry Rice, you're always going to be remembered because you've won so much and you're just very good at what you did. If you're a quarterback like a Tom Brady or a Joe Montana and you've won multiple Super Bowls, yeah, fine. The more you win of those, the better you look and the more chance you have of making money going forward. But if you were, say, a defensive tackle or you're a middle linebacker or you're mm. an offensive guard, if you've got five rings, no one's going to remember who you are because you were not – not saying you weren't important. But Unless to the, you're Von Miller, yeah, and you yeah. actually
1: win a Super Bowl, yeah.
2: It, 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 the trouble is you have to have the personality and the stats and everything else to go around it and be showing up every single time you're playing. And players that do that are worth more than a team-friendly contract because they know but they know their worth and that's the I mean even looking at it today um, Bud Dupree's trying to file a grievance against the Steelers because he's been tagged as an outside linebacker rather than a defensive end because the tag costs are different for both the positions so these players are trying to make sure they make as much money as they can irrespective of winning rings of course they want to win rings but fundamentally it is a job So they have to make sure they look after themselves and their family because they're also putting their their health on the line every time they step on the field. I mean, let's look at Ryan Shazier as the best example of that.
0: So do you see it then that the the Kansas City Chiefs have pushed themselves perhaps into an unnecessary corner and this could end up being a negative on the whole team building side of it uh, and something that they didn't need to do?
2: No, I actually think they've made a very smart decision because I think that if you look at him signing a 10-year deal like he did, not linking it to the salary cap, so you haven't got to worry about, say, 30% of your salary cap every year is taken up by just Mahomes. It gives you more flexibility and financial freedom in order to pay a few more players. The issue you have, though, is if you have, say, Chris Jones right now is looking at that Mahomes deal, thinking to themselves, well, whoa, 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 I'm worth a lot of money as well. So why am I not getting paid? Not as much as he is, but more than Aaron Donald is. But they probably won't have the cap space to do that and then pay the receivers. You then have to decide whether or not having Mahomes at quarterback means you can get more out of mediocre receivers. I mean, look at Sammy Watkins. He's not not that he's a bad player. He's a good player, but he wasn't brilliant until he had Mahomes thrown to him. If you look at someone like McCall Hardman, who's very very fast if you just get Tyreek Hill teaching him a little bit more in the next year or two he might be Tyreek Hill 2.0 and then Tyreek Hill's like well I want my money okay well we can't pay you he'll go get a massive contract somewhere else which then works out for the players who have played with Mahomes maybe won a ring but made to look very good and then they can get more in the open market so in that sense it works out for the players playing around him for that point of view and then you get more money because you've played in that offense and been productive the issue you have in terms of paying everyone, like I said, you just can't do that. And teams become a victim of their own success. I mean, look at the Seahawks has been the best example of that. Yeah, That team they had, and um, when they beat the Broncos and they lost the Patriots, they had a very young core of players. And of course, Russell Wilson on a, uh, a rookie contract. As soon as they paid Russell Wilson the money that he deserved, they couldn't pay everyone else and the rest of the team suffered. That's just the way it goes. So the thing with Mahomes... Taking the ten-year contract that he did now, it's a bit like if you look back at what Scotty Pippen did. If the, obviously I'm sure made, if everyone... made, if everyone hasn't watched The Last Dance, please go and watch it because it's brilliant. The Last. But if you look dance. at huh? dance, dance <laughs> was was something that I've heard a little bit of buzz about. Yeah, it yeah, something yeah, happened. Yes, very very small thing on Netflix. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you look at the deal he took back, I think it was 1991. I think it was where he signed a seven-year deal for. 17 million or something like that so he was paid very little compared to the rest of the players at that point that deal was quite good because the salary cap was lower the issue you have is with Mahomes taking the deal he is now and not linking it to the salary cap in five years time if the salary cap is double what it is now he might get him paid much less than his market value is really worth Yeah. Quarterback might, might be the
1: 5th the to 10th paid yeah. quarterback something like that okay. so Dan but- yeah, Prescott it's also, that's the thing how do you feel about it oh, you know I I touched on it when we first started talking about it from you know patrick Holmes' point of view he's got the stability but do you think that so much of it is down to the coaching like if andy Reid isn't there in five years time is he going to look back and think i wish i hadn't tied myself to you know a potential what if at uh, the coaching position because it all looks like it all looks great now doesn't it you know like yeah. when the rams did that i mean you know you could kind Jared of see yeah, I mean, you could see the warning signs then. So it is a different situation. He was not playing at an MVP level, but he he deserved a good contract. I would say at that point, point. and then the other contracts they made around that as a team, you know, very quickly, you know, you can become a team that's in trouble, and like the Rams, this, you, we could, yeah, we could look back and see this in retrospective in a couple of years and think, oh, that was actually maybe that was a misstep okay i don't think it's all like a necessary home run it, it seems you know for a team that's so settled and that's just won a super bowl they've just had an mvp quarterback the year before they've got one of the top three coaches in the league it seems a it seems like stability to do a 10-year deal but it's also kind of seems like okay a lot can check like you're not accepting that so much can change in that time it just seems a bit but,
2: but of course the trouble is, is Dave. what you're saying there is i can we... see
1: there's i'm just giving i'm playing devil's advocate yeah yeah, yeah totally I, I,
2: But what you're doing there is you're saying, saying okay, well, in five years' time, we might look back and think this is a mistake. Yeah, we might look back in five years' time and think this was the best move they ever made because for the next ten years they're getting him at a reduced rate and still very good money, to be honest. But with the set, if you can go back to the Scottie Pippen thing, the reason why his deal wasn't very good was because the NBA went from being worth, I don't know what the numbers were, but let's just say it was worth 500 million for the whole league to like 2 billion in the time that he was in that seven-year deal. So the money that the players were getting was increasing year on year and year. so, by Mahomes doing what he's but doing Scotty, now.
1: But Scotty Pippen regretted that decision, signing that contract. He did, yeah. So that's an interesting example because is Patrick Mahomes going to regret doing this?
2: The difference, of course, of Scotty Pippen is that the, the owner of the ball said that he's never going to re- re- renegotiate any deal. As soon as you're going to sign a deal until it's up, that's it, that's what you're doing. But I'm sure the, uh,
0: the, I mean, the, yeah, the, the, the Hunt him family him. will
2: change yeah. their mind and be like, no, no, yeah, yeah. yeah you're worth There's more. There's probably loads of get-out clauses and yeah. ability well, just to, the, like, the, you know, he could hold
1: out and stuff. Scotty, you know. Scotty
0: Pippen isn't Michael Jordan, yeah. Yeah. Um, Patrick Mahomes is the Michael Jordan of that team at the moment. He And he is because he's in that position of quarterback, as well as the fact of him being an athletic talent. So the 10-year and the guaranteed money after a certain amount of time, I don't really look at. Because if the QB financial situation changes in the NFL, they're going to have to then redo and restructure the deal at once more to keep him as a top five, top three paid quarterback if his level maintains and demands yeah. that. So... Yeah, in terms yeah. of it being a ten year deal, like we see in modern day sports contract length and payment don't mean jack as long as a as an important player is demanding something else changes or something happens to them or whatever. But
1: that's that's only when the relationship's good though, to be fair, isn't it? I'm saying yeah. that you know, it, it could that could change over time and suddenly the But would
0: you risk as as Kansas you know, City, would know. you risk It's it's sitting? interesting, we'll see how it would turns you out. risk Patrick Mahomes, say, getting frustrated and sitting and kind of uh, saying, like, I'm not coming back until you restructure, as, you know, you can't have the best player in your organisation in the most important position then saying, well, I'm not going to play until we restructure, because you can't afford to go and get another quarterback, so then you have to hope that your backup can maybe do it. It's it, it's just not a situation that I see coming uh, to fruition in the future. It the, seems, the interesting one yeah, that, you it were, seems unlikely, that you were yeah. talking about with the whole Andy Reid thing is that, obviously, this does kind of buy into the fact that Reed has been able to bring Mahomes through to help make him what he is particularly in that scheme. So Kansas City are kind of tying themselves to Andy Reid for another few years.
1: But this what's his contract? Do you know what his Not off the
0: like? top of my head. Um but the the thing for me is that Andy Reid could have been, been dumped out from Kansas when he was kind of struggling to get through playoffs with Alex Smith for instance and uh and when yeah. NFL head coaches can be removed for having okay years consistently, but not pushing to that next level. And that's what Kansas always wanted to do. And they never gave up on Andy Reid because they understood that him as a creative offensive mind and head coach is way better than taking a risk on maybe somebody younger or was perhaps going to cost them more money as one of these like kind of big, big name young coaches that starts to come through like the Shanahan's like the McVeigh's, et cetera. So, Andy Reid could have lost that job at any point perhaps in the last four years or so until Mahomes came big on the scene. So I don't think that Kansas City would now turn around and say, oh, we're getting to the playoffs every year and we're going deep in the playoffs but not winning Super Bowls. That's going to be Andy Reid's fault. I think they'll look at it because they trust Andy Reid. And if Andy Reid then decides oh, No, I
1: think it would be more retirement. I yeah, think it the would risk be retirement. Retirement. Retirement um, is retirement. a risk. I'm not thinking they would get I'm not thinking they'd get rid of it. Yeah. I mean who's who's better? You but know, Andy, who are you gonna get? Andy Reid is also better. a
0: um, like he's got a reputation of being a proper stand up guy, and I imagine he would let the Kansas City with plenty of time know that he is thinking about retiring kind of the following season. I can't imagine unless something happened to him in his personal yeah. life that he would be a oh, I'm just I'm out suddenly, I'm out this year. That's it. That's me done. So I think he'd give the franchise yeah, yeah. time That's to prepare. Fair. And as long as you've got, again, the yeah. kind of the foundation of a somebody like a Patrick Mahomes and some threats around him, I don't think you're going to struggle too much offensively in, in Kansas. I like it. I-, I
1: think he needs to get to the gym, though, Andy Reid. No, 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 he's no, like... no, 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 he, <laughs> he needs to eat more cheeseburgers. <laughs> he's a big, he, he needs a more big cheeseburgers. Guy. He loves the cheeseburgers. He I'm worried about, cheeseburgers. I'm
2: worried about his heart, Jazz. Well, um, don't be worried about the heart. Worry about how many cheeseburgers he's going to eat. That's what we have to worry about. He loves the cheeseburgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's it. Um, the only other I, one I, I love is That's what he said.
0: The the problem for me is stuff, other Andy. other franchises with this Mahomes thing because Mahomes has just elevated the yeah, quarterback do do? finances yeah. again. And the, the big one is did the Dallas
2: Cowboys make a massive error with Dak Prescott. Exactly. exactly. Sorry, talking over your yep. Yeah. No, that's Dallas and one, Dak Prescott yeah. now did... that
0: throws a big spanner in the works of how they're going to deal with it. They could have wrapped it this up yeah. his new deal yeah, yeah. way before. And probably paid him a lot less, I know. and Dax now had this it great it, season. It makes as well. it a
2: lot harder for them, yeah. Especially yeah. because yeah. he's just trying to make sure that I think the reason why they're stumbling over it is because he wants to get paid fifty million in the fifth year of his contract when the salary cap is due to be higher. So maybe mm. now his agent's like, whoa, "Whoa, hold on! Well, now you have to pay him because that's what's going to be." Mm. Or maybe Dax says, "Actually, you know what? I was wrong. Let's salary cap percentage this. I want this much of the salary cap every year." Maybe he's the one who does the salary cap tracking and if he does that he'll be paid more than Mahomes. homes now i, know, I don't know, think it's worth anywhere near anywhere near as much as Mahomes is i know the salary cap well, is to transition going transition to go up that would be over silly.
0: time it's, it's kind of like house prices it's just going to keep on going up despite there but there is a potential for there to be a blip this was discussed a couple of months back i remember people saying that because of perhaps the, the you know fans because not being pandemic, in stands yeah. and things like that um and tv companies yeah. obviously losing money to s- streaming services and things like that the salary cap has a chance to stagnate or even drop in the next year or two, Um, which would be really interesting and I think might be one of the reasons why Mahomes' camp and Kansas haven't done it on a percentage of salary cap basis because although I'm sure they would guarantee like the first four years and then make after the first four years of this contract, then salary cap negotiable. I just still think it's interesting that there might be a little bit of lack of faith that the salary cap is going to jump up as much as people think it might because of everything that's Absolutely, happened in, yeah. in the world over the last six months but Well, this- it's,
1: it's also harder for them to grow the international side of the nfl that's such a focus for them because it's so saturated in america it's hard for them to squeeze any more money out of it and do any more advertising breaks or anything like that mm. so they're, they're trying to grow it internationally and um you know they won't be able to do any of that this season they've already canceled the nfl london games and mexico i think uh, the uh, mexico game as well um i don't know if they had other things in the pipeline but um you know it's not it's not going to happen is it so i think that that's that's going to take a hit as
2: well the thing is though the reason why the salary cap is due to jump up as much as it possibly could do is because they're all going to be renewing their t v deals in the next couple of years i think it's in twenty twenty three all the networks are going to re tender for the n f l contracts and we've seen with the Premier League that when they do that, the prices go it goes bananas, sky yeah. high. So yeah, they might yeah. go from saying they've been selling their rights to all the games to these networks for collectively two billion, it might go up to five or six billion. Yeah.
1: Well, that's where the money is, isn't it? It's yeah. not in the stands.
2: Exactly. Yeah. But the thing as well that the the reason why they will probably end up going for ridiculous money is because when they signed the the deals with them however many years ago, that was ex- extreme money then. Of course, time has gone on, gone on. Sponsorships have gone on advertisers are paying more for their time they see more value in certain things so you end up having a much greater income and Mm -hmm. revenue that's the reason why they're talking about whether or not they want to do a 17th game if they give them one extra game that's an extra 17th of the TV money they can get added onto it and if you're looking at 7 billion or something like that that's a huge chunk of money you added onto things so when you bear that in mind the salary cap may have a blip in the next couple of years because of this and of course have you heard that there's talks of the NFL owners keeping 30% of the players' wages. Yeah, yeah, I think that's crazy. Uh, Understandable, but unfortunately, if you live in or you work in the world that we live in right now, everyone's taking a hit. So if you're going to do that, you should split the hit 50-50. Escrow, Mm. that's the
1: word. That's
2: escrow. Um, I couldn't remember the word. But um, I think fundamentally, there's going to be a massive jump in the salary cap. So Mahomes' deal in five years is going to look cheap.
0: Yeah, I just—it's yeah,
1: yeah. going to be really funny, Ollie. Uh, sorry, just just for your sake, Ollie, it would be quite—you um, know as a, a hater of the uh, Dallas Cowboys if if this does have an impact on them overpaying Dak and potentially crippling their salary situation. I think we'd all for like that. Years. That would be quite, quite. Funny yeah, they they overpaid take...
0: Dak, and then Zeke starts asking for another restructured deal, and then yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they need to rebuild an offensive line. Got too many wide and receivers, then, yeah. and yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. yeah uh, who's yeah. oh, the guy they picked up in the draft, suddenly he's like, well, after two stud years... Yeah, CeeDee Lamb, C.D. Lamb yeah. Julio yeah.
2: Jones, and yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, it could be very interesting. Yeah, the
2: thing with Dak Prescott, I just don't see how he gets the money he wants, because I don't think he's actually worth it anyway. The trouble is, because he's a quarterback that's starting for a team that historically has paid quite a lot for QBs. Um, and the trouble you have is if you pay him all that money now, you're risking it to see if he fits in with the Mike McCarthy system... If he doesn't, well, then you just paid a ton of money to someone who doesn't fit the system at all. I know. And I, I if I was Jerry Jones, I'd be saying year. to him, "You've got one year to prove it to me. Yeah. You prove it to yeah. me. Here's your deal. Here's the deal you yeah. can sign, but you have to prove it to me that you can do it." And he proves it. Fair enough. But the trouble from is, from of course, From his point
1: of view though, Jazz hasn't he already, from his point of view, proven it? Say, yeah, but and he's and got fans new- of fans of Dak Prescott because there are, you know, people do think that he's legit. It's a, it is an interesting debate to have. I don't yeah. think it's completely one-sided that he's not a top-level quarterback. I th- I think he's just outside of it. I think all of us kind of agree on that. Um, but there are a lot of people who think that he is elite. And the kind of the numbers, certainly last season, were there at points. So
2: hey, I mean, think from
1: his point of view, he'll be saying, I've already proved it, Jerry. Come get me.
2: So let's just go back to the elite thing and money. numbers. Is Jameis Winston elite?
0: Yeah, he's, he's the best interception oh. thrower out there. He is in that. Elite category. He also through for
2: the most yards as well, didn't he? So if you base it on yeah. numbers, you could say, "Well, Jameis Winston had a great season because he threw for yeah, five thousand yards." I'm looking.
1: I know, but you can look at the progression that Dak has made. You know, he came in um, as a backup to uh, Tony Romo and did w- really well off the bat. You know, I don't think he's ever played really badly. I just don't know if his ceiling is like a. Top five quarterback. I don't. I don't think he'll ever kind of get there. I don't think he's got quite. Yeah, I agree terms, with that. I, I do agree with that. But I I'm don't want to be too down on him. You know, as much as I like, uh, you know, cowboy Cowboys, bashing. But you know, yeah, it's. I don't. I, you know, he's. It's hard to say that he's not a good quarterback. Yeah, it's just I, whether he's elite or. I it. just
2: don't really. I'm not a big fan of him myself, to be honest. I think that he's just in a very advantageous position. I think if you give that position to other players, they do more with it. If I'm honest, that's fair.
0: 2023, um, Andy Reid, by the way.
2: Well, he'll definitely be there for
1: another so, three or four years after I that. imagine there's an extension. God, they're in such a good spot, aren't they? Kansas City. like, you They've got their quarterback locked down. They've got a Hall of Fame coach locked down for three years at least. He'll basically be there as long as he wants now. And then they've got a general manager who's been there three years as well. Because if you had a new general manager going into that situation, that would be really quite tough, I think, because you've got a really powerful quarterback who's just signed on a huge deal for 10 years you've got a really powerful coach where do you fit into that like that power structure might get unsettled mm. yeah but beach has been there for three years so it's kind of like everything's there for them you know if they can if they can handle the rest of the squad
2: and and that's what it's scary well not
1: only that, that challenge but, challenge. but
0: yesterday they re-signed a one-year deal with backup quarterback matt moore so their quarterback room is now all sorted. I mean, for <laughs> the next 12 months at least. like Matty Moore, yeah! <laughs> so, I mean, Kansas Pumped Kansas are locking down their talent straight away as soon as they can. You know, get the big deals done. Yeah, Get that Mahomes 10-year one out of the way. Matt Moore, let's make sure that backup is there and ready to go to fill in and step in. Although
2: uh, Chris Jones has come out and said that if they don't do a long-term deal, he's going to sit out like Le'Veon Bell. Oh,
0: brilliant.
1: Ah, uh, right.
2: Yeah. He's worth. How many every, he's backs worth every cent. Set
1: out before we Cheers, stop. Chris. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, this, is, but this. So that's that's this the challenge. The,
0: the grass isn't always greener. If you, like, look for the green. Obviously, go get the money. And I think I'm all for players getting as much money as they can. Like, fair enough, they're doing the hard graph. But at the same time, you know, look at on Bell isn't considered levy on Bell anymore like he was in Pittsburgh. And there's it's very easy for you to be replaced in the NFL in the yeah. hype machine around it's other just, players.
1: It's just a position it's just a position that you wouldn't want to pick to to play in the NFL right now, running back, because you get chewed up and even if you're a star, it's it's getting it's gonna get harder and harder to get paid on a long term deal.
2: And system comes into it, and offensive line comes into it. Yeah. Whereas with a yeah. D tackle like Chris Jones, he's not a one-man wrecking crew, but he is a very good, disruptive player. So you put him in any team and he'll improve that D-line instantly. That's the thing with him versus a running back, is that he is not an irreplaceable piece, but he makes a massive difference. Yeah. yeah, there's yeah. only
1: there's only 10 guys in the league that can kind of do that yeah. to that level. I mean, yeah, he's, he's the second D- D-tackle down, after Aaron man. Donald.
2: <laughs> and Aaron Donald is yeah. ridiculous, and he is worth every yeah. cent as well. But Chris Jones is next in line to get that D tackle money because he is that good. And if you have an interior oh, well. presence like that, it just you look at how what they did to the uh, the Titans, the Titans just couldn't run on them. Because Chris Jones is there. Yeah. Obviously yeah, the rest of the defence is there too. But I just Chris think Chris Jones that, plays a big part it, in that. There's always
0: my I always look at things like chemistry and the place that you're at and where that franchise is going and things as well. There's low it's not just about going and getting the money, but I'm speaking as like a romantic fan of sport you know I, I want players to like maybe create legacies and franchises uh. and things like that you know so I, i'm i love i've always respected brady for taking less money to be in new england to continue that legacy i've always thought that's a great thing he understands that he's somebody that isn't at the top of his game anymore so let's let other people get paid but i'm still part of this i've still got my brand etc um and it's very easy if you move to different places to suddenly end up in that middle order of the nfl getting paid to play for a bang average new york jets team uh, and that's being nice to the Jets.
2: Other reason not to leave Kansas City, barbecue food. Renowned for barbecue food. Do you really want to it's leave a place where you can get yeah. top-notch barbecue food? That's not something you can get everywhere in the States. You can't get it everywhere in the world anyway. In the, in the Kansas is renowned for that. You don't want to leave yeah. that behind. But Come I'm assuming on. if you can get Ow. a deal
0: at Texas, uh, at Houston, sorry, or at Dallas, you, you're you going somewhere to compete on that barbecue level. Tennessee. Tennessee yeah. is
2: probably... I mean, you're looking at different things, aren't you? I mean, you go to Texas, you're looking at briskets, you're going to Tennessee, you're looking at pulled porks. You're going to Carolina, you're looking at pulled porks. I think. Well, that...
1: Jazz, I'm, I'm just going out on a limb here, but I think that you would like to eat all of those things.
2: I would, although I, I'm a big fan of... I uh, think that Kansas do more kind of sourced ribs i'm a big fan of sourced ribs oh, yeah. myself no tennessee's
0: what, what, tennessee's, what, what, tennessee's uh baby back ribs are very good ribs. in that state yeah having been to nashville and jazz. memphis which... it's is legit
1: okay which nfl team uh is famous for its hot cross buns jazz
2: oh that's a good question i'm not sure about that one dave how many hot cross buns did you eat I uh, had 12 in <inaudible> a go okay 12 in a go all different flavours, yeah, though. Rappers. I mean, like, that's in all different flavours. There were three packs of four. Each pack was different flavours. Yeah, but jazz, can,
0: jazz, is, jazz is not like Burt Kreischer in that Jazz can back up his food chat, whereas Burt Kreischer is, uh, I can do 12 donuts. <laughs> oh, I'm only going to have, like, three. Jazz is like, Calling I'm having Kreischer. 12 hot cross buns, <laughs> yeah, and spot. I'm having those hot cross <laughs> buns. I just like Jazz's NF potential mythological... Uh, mythological uh nfl career being based around a journeyman that yeah, gets to yeah, yeah, sample yeah, yeah. as much food like, as he can like oh, well uh, i mean i'm not yeah. getting the money yeah, but yeah.
1: uh he yeah. literally signs he signs a one-year deal across like every team that he possibly can and it's just like he's just it's a food tool right yeah. Yeah, 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 and you just start off and you're like, oh, but why did he decide to go to that team? It made no sense for his career. He took less money. They haven't got any Super Bowl ambitions. And then they ask you about it and you're like, yeah, but Tennessee, you've got those
2: ribs. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so... you go to Chicago for the deep dish. I mean, you yeah, go to New York for some dish. of the sandwiches. You probably and start then, and in New the... York, go to Chicago, yeah, 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 all yeah, of it, go down the southern states. Get some go to yeah. the Saints for a while. Get some Creole food and wonderful jambalaya. And um, I mean, your family's really upset with you
1: because you're up hey, every if,
2: single if they don't year. If like but food, it's they, they can get off the train you
1: and you you did say that from the start that that was how you wanted to do yeah. things so it's never been like on draft night they're asking you questions You're like oh dad you excited to go in the in the first round you know you projected at the 12th overall pick and you're like yeah it's gonna be great you know can't wait to get that food man <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then and they're, and they're thinking like oh he means food like oh you know, he's gonna like eat money, get that shit. You know, you know? yeah. oh he's using I mean, that food. he's using yeah, yeah he's using that street slang i mean uh, you, you just and, he, and no you actually mean food yeah you're like i want that food Get me down to Florida. I have some of that. What they? gator tail, Cuban food and food and stuff. Yeah. Cuban sandwiches and such. crap All of his press in, conferences uh, are done yeah, yeah. from no, you, the you, restaurant,
0: you just, you just... and it's like I'm just so yeah. thankful. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> that's, so that's thankful right to, be to be yeah. here. I'm so thankful to be here as a part jersey, of this establishment,
2: the
1: <laughs> Yeah, the jersey's
2: got like food stains on it already. For some, been using it as a napkin. my face. But you you, you you'd like, go you, to do that, you'd have to go east to west. You'd eventually work your way down yeah, from yeah. the top you, of the east coast, s- get down to the southern states, and you move across to yeah. Los Angeles. Because at the end of your career, you want to start maybe looking at maybe going more plant based or stuff like that. You want to try and tidy yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, LA, well, LA's the place s- for that, so you get drafted as a
1: um, uh, running back, and then you end up as an offensive lineman, as a guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you, s- yeah, you put on, you know, maybe ninety pounds. <laughs> maybe more. Yeah. Maybe maybe pounds. 100, <laughs> 120, yeah. Yeah, you start
0: in yeah. Boston. You get drafted by the Patriots, and you're like, well, this is just a real starter for me for the NFL. And everyone thinks you're talking about your first year of your career, yeah, and you're chowder. talking about clam chowder. Yeah. This is just a real, like, yeah. first... This is just a first morsel for me yeah. on the steps yeah. I'm going to take mm-hmm. on this journey through the NFL.
2: And... Yeah, no one and can you maybe call you out. You move to the Giants, the Jets, you enjoy some Italian food, some deli sandwiches, and then maybe you move... Oh, man. But of course, it's close it's to Buffalo, so, so you enjoy the wings all the time. Yeah, get that way. Then you move the way to Florida and have some, yeah, some Cuban food for a couple of years. Then you move across to... Kansas. New Orleans, have some Creole food. Then you start getting to the yeah, barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Then you realize you have a real taste of barbecue. You go to yeah, the yeah. Carolinas. You go down oh, to yes, you get you a, go to down to Texas. Mouths, mouth's you go across to Arizona.
1: My mouth's yeah, getting a watery. Go across to Arizona and start getting all the... Then
2: you remember that you like pizza. So you go back to Chicago. Yep, you, you, got you, got you put Chicago, up with the cold, cold weather. You get all the And then you get the fish tacos at the end in
1: LA. Yeah. That's what you do. So I'm just trying to work out if your agent is happy about all of these moves. Signing bonuses.
2: Silence, so I mean, that's so the funny get, thing about the yeah, Mahomes yeah. thing again is that uh, what's his face, uh, Josh McCown came it's out also on a Twitter lot of work said, for him though. Is a ten-year deal with one team year. better than 10, 10 team or one-year deals with ten teams? <laughs> yeah, that was that was good.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, you know where you wouldn't want to stop off though on that. That tour of the NFL as you hit all the foods and those delicious, delicious yeah. hitters is avoid Washington, Washington like the plague. <laughs> yeah. That team of bums, that trash hole of a city, of a franchise, oh. of everything just just ignore it. Get rid of it. <laughs> it's not needed anymore. Ollie's we don't need hard. it in the NFL.
1: Oh, Ollie, it sounds like you're it sounds like you're jumping on my cancel uh, the Redskins. Uh, I've had a good
0: long think about it, and I'm buying. I'm buying wagon. in. I'm buying in going to yeah. have to yeah. it
1: makes me think the fact that they're in your division might be um, built into this uh, this problem but um i just don't want to see below average football um played anymore yeah so uh yeah. you know we're cancelling stuff these days it's the culture let's just instead of changing the name of the team let's just get rid of it cancel the team
2: yeah, yeah. get rid of it I mean, what, what should the name be, by the way? I, I do think that they, should, oh, they yeah. should they should have it as the DC Sentinels. They should definitely go for the right, replacement okay. name. I, I
1: did actually write down some funny names here <laughs> The Washington Whack Jobs. We're, the... <laughs> we're ready. <laughs> the Washington Whack Jobs is a good one. Um, I put the, the Washington Dreamers on here because, you know, they're never going to realize their ambitions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> d- the, the DC Dredgers. <laughs> Because it like yeah. you know like dredging a swamp yeah, yeah. or like yeah. a canal, and then you find like a shopping trolley at the bottom. You know that's them. That's what I think yeah. about the what the Washington <laughs> wrens because it's quite an effeminate, wrens. crappy name. Okay. you know like wrens. You know like the little bird. The crappy yeah bird. yeah. The Washington D.C. special interests, political. <laughs> <laughs> the the Capitol Hill camels. And then they could get, like, sponsored. And then there's some, like, you could say, like, oh, are they ever going to get over the hump? Yeah. And then, like, cause it's the, will laugh. Yeah. And,
0: or they fill up their hump you know? with losses, like a camel fills up his hump with water and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger, yeah.
1: Yeah, you can take a camel to water, but you can't make him drink or win a game. And then, <laughs> and then the... The battered bastards of the beltway is one another one. (laughs) The beltway is the like.
2: The battered. That's the motorway. The battered bastards. The that goes. Why battered? Yeah, the battered bastards of the beltway. Sorry, battered. Yeah. yeah, so in battered like you yeah. bat someone, not battered like you deep fry. Something. You're still
0: on the food thing again. Yeah, You're batted, suddenly like, yeah. well, I could go to the Washington. that's what the team is. Then maybe we could. Yeah, uh... is
1: everything is everything yeah, bat- battered? and deep fried. I'm yeah, I'm, if it, if is, is it the beer battered right bastards
0: of the Beltway? If they could be beer battered, that'd be great. That's delicious.
1: Even better, <laughs> even more bees. Get all the bees in their Love alliteration. And then the last one is the Washington six and tens.
2: <laughs> I like that because well, that's like the
0: best. So there we
1: go. You know, that's generous
2: for the coming. I mean, they're probably gonna be two and fourteen.
1: Yeah, I kind of averaged out their um, win-losses for the last 20 years, and that's where I came out.
2: It's a shame with the Redskins, because they have such a kind of historic franchise in some ways, having won three Super Bowls, I think they've won. Mm. But I I do think that given the way things are going, that the the name is really untenable these days, given that... It's going to change. It has to change. Imagine if they have this review, and then
1: they... If they have the review, and then they don't change it, that will be the... The
0: ballsiest move so, ever. It's It'll such a big so dick energy dangerous.
2: move that, isn't it? That's yeah. Dan Snyder saying, no, no, my cock is bigger than yours. This is what we're going with. Although what? he's yeah, really said that. Back outrageous. in like 2016, that's when it happened again, move, they had like is. a mini review of it. And he said, no, I've never changed the name of the team. He came out and yeah.
0: said it. Yeah, yeah, he said it a few I years know, back. But
2: yeah. to, to, to initiate
1: another, that was before all the Nike and all the other sponsors started FedEx dropping and Pepsi, and like, not like small brands. started going nuts. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, it would be as I said, I think I said to you guys previously, this would be the equivalent of that scene in Mike bassett where he gets blind drunk at the bar, and then he has the big press conference, and he's like <laughs> i've I've yeah. spoken with the f a and I've spoken with my wife and family, and I'm not stepping down as England manager and it would be as like yeah. as just audacious as doing that of yeah, we've had this huge long inquest we've looked into it, we've really spoken to people about it, and I think we've decided that yeah, it's not offensive, so we're just going to leave it. It would be shocking. But what they'll change it to, yeah, I have we no idea.
1: Are the red but skin. stranger things that happen walks out of the press conference. Well, have you noticed now? Yeah.
0: Every single media outlet is now saying the Washington franchise. Nobody is using the word anymore. Yeah, I've noticed it on yeah, all the podcasts. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, everybody's taking the copying Oliver
2: Wilson right now, aren't they? They're copying Ollie's move. Yeah. Yep. Well, yep. don't want to say Ollie's, I set the Ollie hasn't liked saying it for years, so he's like, yeah,
1: he is setting the time. I'm the wokest.
0: Jacksonville Jaguars saying that it looks like their season is going to be 25% uh, stadium capacity to fit in with social distancing. At the beginning of all of the COVID stuff, the NFL was saying that they were going to move franchises around the country to ensure they can fill stadiums and they can still have that product. Jacksonville saying that seems like the NFL has given up massively on that idea, as COVID is always obviously a huge issue um, that's not been properly dealt with. It seems in the US, not that like people well, in glass houses and all it's that getting, kind of thing, but yeah, um,
2: yeah. but yeah, because they're going to it's move to worse, Arizona, so. they're going to move to Texas, and move to Florida. The three, three of the four states they've got the yeah. highest yeah. levels We're of COVID right them. now because yeah. they are know, they'll have too to
1: too soon. Move to, they'll have to move to New York, which is kind of like had its big hit of but it but it is it uh, is yeah, interesting now and and that it, uh, the franchi- one franchises
0: are accepting it I think uh, just kind of and the NFL seems to be accepting it of we're going to take 25% or do you think the NFL says look if we can't fill these stadiums and we can't have that product we're not going to have this season because they'll as, have the season Well, as you said they, we already got they, rid they of the can't crazy can't afford
2: season. not to have the season the Ravens have already said
1: um, that they are handing back season tickets mm. so they're they're You know, they've already said. Look, your season tickets will just carry on into the year after 2021. Yeah, yeah. Um Which is which is how they're all going to have to do it because if you can't fill all the if you can't have all the seats for then who the gets to go in? It's yeah, not fair. Yeah. yeah, It's not fair to have any of them. Absolutely. I mean, the um, thing with that
2: too is so, it, they they can't afford not to have a season because if you think of all the money they're going to lose to advertising and television broadcasting, that's the only reason why again the Premier League came back. Obviously, they can argue, oh, well, we want to finish the season off. No, no, they want to make sure they're not having to hand back hundreds of millions of pounds to these broadcasters that paid for rights to the games which Mm. is why they're all televised the NFL is going to have to do the same thing in order to make sure they appease their sponsors and um, broadcasters as much as they can granted it won't be as good a product because I think we can all agree that the football that we're watching right now and on tv it's nowhere near as good without the fans there without actual proper crowd noise they can say oh yeah. pump it in but it's no fun when you watch it someone miss by half a yard and then it's gone out now it's a goal kick and now you hear the crowd go "Ooh, no 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 we don't need that is it jazz
1: out of curiosity because i don't watch football anymore is it like has it affected the product on the pitch at all do you think like the way that the players are there are actually... some
0: performing Players less, or, I think there is. less enthusiastic shall we say like when you would imagine say a crowd behind them and it would give them that yeah. kind of kick on they'd
2: give them like a come on keep going that sort of I stuff I would have
1: thought it's going to affect because obviously the title's over it's going to affect the relegation battle yes because cause that is such a huge factor for teams staying up you know having yeah. supported Fulham in the past who were always battling relegation every other year it's like mm. The fans can be a huge
2: part. of it. Exactly, I mean, as well as that, you watch when they score a goal, there's no like massive celebration. I'll just do maybe I've seen someone do a little slide on their knees and then it's st- stand back up, walk back to the center circle. It's not like a big continued celebration. It takes yeah. the the emotion. It takes the it takes a lot out of the game, which you don't realize has gone until you watch it. And when I, I watch yeah. it without the crowd noise because I hate the crowd noise. I hate fake noise more than I dislike no no noise. Um, it just feels like watching a training game. It feels like you're watching a training camp game rather than anything else. So if the NFL had to do yeah. that, as you said before, you lose the home field advantage because you won't have your your whole crowd making noise when other teams on offense. So you you lose mm-hmm. that ability to do so. So it means that teams that it's going to be easier for Mahomes and yeah, the top quarterbacks to just um, pick people apart because they're not going to have yeah, to. They yeah. can talk to each other properly. Granted, mm, the absolutely. other trouble with that though is that although they can talk to each other properly, the other team will hear what they're saying. So there might be a, a comeback to that. So the Patriots um, won't need to already did this. The, convo, the Patriots actually. won't need did, to record
0: yeah. people because they'll just be able to pick up the in-game sounds in yeah. the NFL. It'd be <laughs> great, got to see, right. got to see in
2: here. Um, but in terms of having any fans in the stands, if you look at. Um, what that's going to do if you say you have a 100,000 seat stadium you still have 25,000 people in the stands even if they're socially distant they're still going to be making noise breathing sneezing coughing and shouting at the the field so if you have 25,000 people in a circle directing all their energies and breath towards one thing it's just going to create a massive area where there, if there's, anyone has COVID in that, everyone's going to get it.
0: Especially in All a dome. All the players are
2: going to get it. For player safety, yeah. Even if you're in a dome, it's the same thing. Dome's worse. Yeah, if that's you, what I mean. In if a you, dome, even it'll if be you're
0: terrible. Terrible. Can't escape anywhere or yeah. anything like that.
2: Just COVID, just bouncing, bouncing
1: off other COVID and hitting like people in the face. Yeah,
2: so if you think of that, it makes it very unsafe for the players and the coaches. Now, some of the coaches are quite old. If you had Nandy Reid, for example, he doesn't need to be... Anywhere near COVID? Is that where it all, cheeseburger goes, loving where it and all also goes wrong? Because for Kansas. His
0: age. Andy Reid ends up. <laughs> Maybe getting that's it.
2: it. COVID is the COVID is the the just the, the end of the, the franchise. But I just I think that if you're going to have the games played, you have to do it with an empty stadium. You can't do it with yeah. fans there because even if there's, I think that's fair. if there's a thousand, just
1: minimize minimize all the risks. Yeah, because
2: it's already risky enough, right? Exactly. Yeah. Enough players will be like, "Well, I don't want to play again because of coming back to the." the people who are most affected by it. It's also the black, Asian and minority ethnicities are the ones most affected. and NFL teams are 75% black players, aren't they? Yeah. So if you bear that in mind, they're the most at risk. So again we have to really question whether or not it's in the best interest of everyone that's involved and you can't have fans there because of the risks that come with that. And also the fans will have the same risk themselves as well. And then they go home and they start spreading it with their families and then they go to work. It becomes yeah, yeah. a wonderful, super uh... spreading hotspot. But this is,
0: this is why I actually a, think that's point. why I think the NFL season could end up either not happening or not finishing because you can't unlike, so the NBA yeah. is going to Orlando. They've got the bubble. People are inside the bubble and you don't leave the bubble until your team is out of yep. the NBA season or whatever. Like this, they can't do. You can't that. do that can't, with the Disney NFL. World
2: Park is open, which makes no
0: sense. You, but there's, but the NBA yep. players are still in a bubble, uh, away from that to an extent. So it's not like they're interacting with it or anything like that. Um, and they're making, they're being really strict and stringent about it. I mean, you look at uh, Major League Soccer. This yesterday, uh, the new franchise Nashville and Chicago as well have been removed from their finishing off for the season tournament because there were cases of covid in their teams now if you've got nfl teams that are still going to be trying to travel across the country but they're going to be having families that are going about maybe their normal business you know you can easily get covid well not i don't want to say easily as in like you know oh my god you touch a grape and suddenly you're going to have covid but it is possible to get it from like going to the shops or anything like that so you're going to have to ask surely the players immediate families to kind of isolate themselves as well for the length of the NFL season. Because if then a player gets it from a family member who's just been down to the shops or has been maybe uh, out to a park or anything like that, then it could spread through the team. Careful, yeah. And so you, you could have a potential where, like, your linebacking call has COVID or something.
1: Yeah, well, that's what they were talking about on the Pat McAvee show. And they were like, yeah, what do you do if, OK, if one of your receivers, even if they're the star, star receiver, gets uh, gets covered you miss them for two weeks okay that's not the biggest deal if it's like week eight to ten or something mm. maybe if that's week 15 to 17 that's more of an issue if you lose your entire offensive line yeah then how do you do you have to postpone the game i mean but, is it fair but the nfl works in such play? a short time frame
0: is it fair for a quarterback postpone.
2: You'd have to know but, know, but you'd have to do the whole team. All... The whole team would have to isolate have... because if you based it on track and tracing, the only way for for us in this country, if we, if I was in a room with the three of you, but I was wearing a mask the entire time and you were wearing masks, and one of you got COVID, that's fine. We haven't got to isolate. If any of us at any point in that time where we were sat together, we're not wearing a mask, we have to isolate as well.
1: Yeah, and they can't play wearing
2: masks. Yeah, so you'd have they, to. They, isolate you know, how them. are they going to do? Yeah, and you're in a huddle.
1: If the offensive line is like you know, millimeters apart. Sometimes, yeah. depending on the formation,
0: like you've got the defensive uh, line directly yeah, in mean, front it, of them I don't half know how a yard. It's work. So you're gonna offensive yeah. linemen
2: can easily infect well, the opposing. You're, bre-
0: you're, you're breathing
2: into in the to, guy's yeah. face. Yeah. So it, it brings up so many questions in terms of what yeah. you have to do for isolation. I reckon that if they had a point where a team got it they'd have to say, okay, well, the last team to play them was, say it was the Steelers that got it and they'd played the Ravens and the Browns the last two weeks. Those two squads should also be isolating because of that very reason. And any teams that they played should also be doing the same thing. Yeah. So you might get to the point where you might play the season, fine, but you have to say, okay, every team has got to isolate for two weeks now. But don't don't yeah. worry, guys. I mean, plus as well, the,
0: the NFL is banning jersey swaps, which... Because we all know, oh, yeah. we all know yeah, that yeah, COVID yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. is more rampant during jersey. Oh yeah, but the players are saying, "Well, it doesn't matter about jersey swapping because of all the time and interaction where you're on top of each other anyway, isn't it?" It's like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm blocking, I'm blocking this guy three out forty minutes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, you know. Well, and we've oh also seen. God. So if you take the it is a minefield. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna get any season now. We're about.
2: <laughs> it's starting to look more and more unlikely, it. isn't it? If you take it does when you break down the logistics of it, it seems insurmountable because you can't because put because them, got... you can't do what the NBA have done. You can't put them all in like one big complex because one there's just far too many people. Two, well, it's they can't. Just where... It's just where they
1: are, jazz on the like, where America is on their like COVID journey you know, experience. Oh yeah. no, totally. But I'm just which saying, is the worst theme park ride ever, by the way. <laughs> if you're like, <laughs> like, like the UK is kind of like coming out of it.
2: Give it four, and, again, like, mate, give it four weeks. Four weeks is going to be woo again. Four weeks, possibly. But America is guaranteed absolutely in it. They are oh, yeah, right yeah. in it. But, the, but so they're in it but they're, in it, but they're in it because they they relaxed the lockdown five to six weeks ago so they're experiencing now what we're going to experience in my opinion in five or six weeks save it well, for the, the COVID uk be.
0: podcast jazz we don't need the uh we're talking we're talking no US. i'm just saying
2: <laughs> but it's it's i'm just saying that that's that yeah, that's let's an not, issue let's isn't let's it? not
0: let's let's not start predict I'll, I'll happily predict a season i'm not going to start lives. predicting you know world pandemics and stuff but I'll, I'll certainly predict what happens with its impact on on the nfl
2: um but just yeah, going back to the NBA thing, sorry. The NBA can do that and make a bubble because they can play games night after night after night. You can't do that in the NFL for 17 weeks because the teams have got to have time to rest and re- yeah. recover from the hits and the physical contact. Whereas in basketball, not I'm saying it's not a physical sport. It definitely is when you see some of those elbows flying yep, around. But you you can't... Yeah, you can play those games... In two days' time, you can play again. Two days' time, you can play again. You can't do that in the NFL. If you did that, that would be, one, great spectacle. But two, yeah, week yeah. 17, that product would no, be that options, awful. That options also, out. It would yeah. be terrible. Also,
0: winter months, the NFL goes into, and scientifically, it's been kind of con- thought it's that it's, it's so much worse. worse in winter. Player condensation, yeah. hot Second breath on cold yeah. winter nights. That's yeah. more spittle coming out. I mean, it's just... That yeah, doesn't yeah. play into it. Yeah. Immune systems are And then it. there's the farcicalness yeah, yeah. of what the Premier League's doing with, you know, substitutes, benches are spread out, three seats between each player. But when they're walking in and out and yeah. down the tunnels, when they're celebrating goals, they're even yeah, in the yeah, stands, yeah. they're still yeah. hugging each other, touching each other. Because A, it's so natural. And B, a lot of it is just being done, I think, almost for show. Um, th- There's no, I don't think there's actually social distancing really taking place like like, we think it is so rigid, you know, two metres apart, everybody, in things like training facilities or in the dressing room or anything like that. And the NFL is going to have that same problem, especially with the massive number of bodies compared to... Because n- not every dressing room is like that bar- brand-new LSU dressing room where there's huge amounts of space and almost like Barker lounges for each player and everything like that. There is still a lot of dressing rooms yeah, in the yeah, NFL yeah. that are like lockers tight next to each other.
1: Well, how many have you, how many have you got? You've got 10, 10 12 coaches... And then you've got fifty-four players plus the
2: practice squad, plus the practice plus squad, towel plus towel boys, water boys,
1: physios, water boys. Like you know, it's it's better part of a hundred people. You know, Eagles
0: need to double their medical stuff for next year as Gosh. well. So I mean, there's there's more bodies to go in there. <laughs> but it's it, yeah, it just <laughs> I don't see how if they play the season, they don't have an outbreak within
2: the NFL, yeah, and then the whole season gets pulled. Fundamentally, get that social distancing thing. You can't socially distance it a seems contact like sport. The worst sport. You just can't do it. it seems like Yes, yeah. it's impossible yeah. unless
0: unless we have a season of
2: yeah. flag football. In fact, any team sport, any team sport is not socially dist- distanceable.
1: I sh- I'm sure that they're going to have to to not do college football right. Well, the Ivy League have not, come out and said they're not going to do it. But they they, they are talking about conferences only. You know, it's bad enough not playing. Yeah, their I've heard players, that too. Conferences or anything. Yeah, they're talking about it's going to be conferences only, which limits it. limits
0: the travel. So the Pac-12 only play the Pac-12, nothing outside there it limits the the number of games and the amount of travel that they'll have to do. But then, okay, so if you yeah. don't have players playing college football this year, the repercussions of that on next year's draft are huge as well. You know, players' lives yeah. are going to get you changed. Ha- how
2: do you? Have if, a draft? if you're a guy, Trevor Lawrence would be happy. If
0: you're a guy who's been a second year receiver somewhere, uh, uh, sorry, second string receiver, and you finally get put up to the big leagues as you're going to be the starting number one this year that's your big year to or yeah. if you stayed in college instead of going to I the nfl to i mean it's just yeah the repercussions the more every single week i think about it more and hear more about it and every single week it's like i just yeah. don't yeah 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 the nfl the only reason it looks it will more, happen and more is grim doesn't it that's the thing the only reason yeah. it'll happen is tv everything else
2: oh, absolutely that's the only reason why it'll happen
0: thanks again for listening as always remember you can follow us on twitter at uk pick six pod that's at uk pick six pod you can follow David at david block one jazz at jazz gillam and of course myself o underscore j underscore wilson you can also find us on youtube for clips from the show uh, just search uk pick six pod it should come up if not we'll be putting out links throughout the week on the twitter profile you can also find us on instagram as well Uh, UK underscore pick underscore six underscore pod. That's UK underscore pick underscore six underscore pod or podcast. Excuse me. Until the next time we get chatting until the next time there's a load of news from around the NFL. I'm sure we'll still be discussing COVID on the next show as well and everything that that's going to bring with the start of the NFL season. Until the next time. Cheers. Thanks a lot.